Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of FBL Pautia. My name is Ryan and Sean is still currently on his holidays, but he'll definitely be back soon. So this episode, just like the previous episode, I will be the one helping you guys navigate Game Week 9. So without further ado, our first segment, Hotia or Bohotia. So for me, I had 53 points in Game Week 8. It was definitely Bohotia for me. Just three, Even though I had 3 points above average, however, I took 2 hits. I made 4 transfers, 2 free transfers, took 2 hits, and that cost me 8 points. And out of the 4 players I brought in, only 2 of them returned. So I was most disappointed in Mitrovic because he was not involved in the three goals that Fulham scored prior to the Nottingham Forest game, he only blanked once. And, you know, based on his form, based on his attacking numbers, I did choose him over Isak. And Isak scored a penalty along with three bonus points. So, yeah, that didn't go so well. And the player that I was most impressed with has to be Sun Hyung-min. After not scoring for six games straight and being dropped to the bench, Sun came on with a vengeance and scored a hat-trick in 13 minutes. However, I've missed out all of Spurs' points because uh, I wasn't on free hit, I wasn't on a wild card, and it was difficult for me to bring in a premium asset like Kane. I mean, if I was on a free hit or a wild card, I would have definitely at least had Kane in my team, but unfortunately, I missed out and they... And they scored six goals against Leicester. So overall, um, not the best game week. But putting all my disappointment aside, new week, new game week. Moving on to our next segment. Without further ado, Jia Simi. So um, since Sean is not here, I'll do my best to give you guys two of my views for every mini segment. Right, so instead of Sean and I sharing one one of our views each, I will fulfill his responsibility this episode and I will share two views per mini segment. So let's start off with fixtures. I think the first fixture everyone can look at is the North London Derby, the first game of Game Week 9 after a long international break, Arsenal at home versus Tottenham Hotspurs. So the past 10 EPL games between these two sides has an average of three goals per game. And I do not think this game will be any different. I definitely do see goals in this game. And I believe both sides are going to score in this one. So if you already have options such as Jesus, Martinelli, Saka, Kane, Sun, or even Richarlison, I think maybe you can consider keeping them because I definitely do see goals in this game. I would say two to four goals. That that's my that's my guess lah. Next up we have Leicester versus Nottingham Forest. So Leicester only has failed to score in one game thus far this season. I like what I have mentioned in the previous episode. They scored against Spurs as well, uh, in the previous game week. And Nottingham Forest has only kept one clean sheet thus far. Besides that, Nottingham Forest is also in the top three for goals considered expected goals considered, shots on target considered, and also big chances considered. I definitely do see Leicester scoring in this one again, and their main man right now 
should be none other than James Madison. So he's also someone that you guys should keep a lookout for. Moving on to which fantasy assets I think fantasy managers can consider bringing in this game week. First up, we have Ivan Tony. Already have 5 goals in 7 games including a hat-trick. He's in good form this season. And Brentford are also in the top 6 for attacking numbers. Furthermore, he is also on penalties. And other than scoring, Tony is also currently 3rd in the league for expected assists. I feel that he is one of the two perfect replacements to replace Isak who is out injured for a round estimated of 2-3 to three weeks. And in game week 9, this upcoming game week, he is playing, he and Tony and Brentford is playing against Bournemouth, who has one of the worst defense in the league thus far. They are top for shots on target considered, second for goals, goals considered, and also second for expected goals considered. So I think this is definitely a game you will want Tony to be in your fantasy team. So someone you guys can consider as well. Moving on. Another player that I recommend fantasy managers to transfer in is none other than Mitrovic. So even though I was disappointed with him in game week 8 and you know blanking against Nottingham Forest, he did score 4 goals in 2 back-to-back international games for his country, including 1 hat-trick. So I personally feel that Mitrovic, based on eye tests, based on attacking metrics, he seems like a complete different striker this season. Bigger and better. I strongly believe he has shown the potential to be able to score, I think, easily 13 to 15 goals in the Premier League alone this season if he's able to keep himself fit throughout majority of the season. So other than, you know, being up there for several attacking metrics, I'm sure he has something to prove against his old club, Newcastle, which is the team that him and Fulham will be facing this game week 9. So I am banking on him to have an attacking output this game week. Moving on to fantasy assets managers should avoid, in my opinion. So first up is none other than Saliba. Second most transferred in player this game week with almost 250,000 managers already bring him in. Yes, he has been solid at the back for Arsenal. I would even say that he is slightly better than Gabriel as a centre-back for Arsenal this season so far. Uh, Arsenal as, as a team has been pretty defensively solid as well. Saliba has also scored two goals and one assist thus far, but I personally think that you have already missed the Saliba boat. I, I feel that players who brought Saliba in are trying to chase his points. His next two opponents are against Spurs and Liverpool, and I do not see Arsenal keeping a clean sheet in either of these matches. Second on the list is McAllister, 10th most transferred in with more than 140,000 managers bringing him in. So, this is again like slightly puzzling. Three of his four goals scored this season thus far were penalties and it's not every day you know you get chances to take penalty kicks. And with the departure of their manager, I think we do need time to see how Brighton as a team settles down and play. You know, are they gonna start being more offensive or are they gonna be just like how they are traditionally like a defensive team? 
Furthermore, their next two opponents are against Liverpool and Spurs, which are not the easiest opponents in the league. In fact, they are like the tougher opponents in the league. So, again, 5, 5.6 million, I don't think McAllister is someone that I would even consider bringing him in on my team, whether I'm on a wild card or not. Next, we'll talk about differential. So, my differential for this week has got to be James Madison, only owned by 7% of fantasy managers. I think 7% is really too little. Maddy seems like the standout differential this game week 9. He has showed glimpses of good form and racking up decent attacking numbers as well. He is currently 3rd for shots and 12th for chances created amongst all midfielders. This season, he has already notched 3 goals, 1 assist. Based on eye test, he also looks decent and seems to have more freedom up front. Furthermore, Leicester also has favourable run of fixtures facing Bournemouth, Crystal Palace, Leeds and Wolves after Nottingham Forest. So I definitely do think Madison is someone you guys can consider not just for game week 9 but up till game week 13 as well. Next, I'll talk about my captaincy choice of this week. I think it's pretty clear-cut because it has to be Haaland. It has to be on Haaland. I strongly believe the captaincy armband should not leave Haaland until he blanks. The goals he scored speaks for himself, his attacking metrics. If If something isn't broken, do not try to fix it. And United hasn't been the strongest of teams lately as well. I think at home, Haaland and his teammates are still the team to beat and Haaland will definitely want to put himself on the score sheet against United in his first ever Manchester derby. So my captain unbanned is still on Haaland and I definitely recommend everyone to do so as well. Last but not least, Pao Jiak player of the week. So this week I am going for something a little different. I don't know why, but I have a very strong feeling that my Pauzia player is going to get some points. And he is Gabriel Jesus. Even though he's playing against Tottenham at home this uh, this game week, like I said, I do see the North London Derby game to be a game with goals. So like what I've said earlier on in, a, in this episode, I am expecting at least two to four goals. So, and... With this being Jesus' first ever North London derby, I believe, like Haaland, he has something to prove and he is going to get himself on a score sheet. So, Jesus is my Pauzia player of this week. There you have it, guys. Thanks for tuning in once again. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Follow our Instagram at FBR Pauzia. I'll see you next episode. Hopefully, with Sean.